Zoritz Kara has been dubbed the Armenian Stonehenge because of its magnitude and its megalithic nature. However, Zoritz Kaher has a unique character all of its own, with more than 200 standing stones, many of which have holes carved carefully into them. It's hard not to see it as a fantastic astronomical observatory. I mean, what else could it be? But if it was an astronomical observatory, what was it looking at and when? Some researchers think it might be more than 30,000 years old. And what about the fish-shaped menhirs found in the highlands of Armenia known as dragon stones? Where do they come into the picture? Let's find out some more about ancient Armenia. Zoritz Kara, also known as Kara Hunj, is located just north of the village of Sisian in Armenia. Etymologically, the name Kara Hunj, meaning speaking stones, is thought to derive from the noise the megaliths make when the wind whistles through the many carved holes in them. There are 223 stones in total, which are carved from locally quarried basalt, and these stand anywhere between 0.5 and 3 metres in height. They form a central stone circle, a north branch, a south branch, an alley leading off from the northeast, a line across the middle of the central circle, as well as individual menhirs. 80 of the stones have a carved circular hole at eye level, which reaches through to the other side. Researchers have noticed that the erosion inside the holes is a lot less than that of the stones themselves, leading them to suggest they were carved later than the original date of the complex. Archaeologists excavating the site in the 1990s concluded that Zoritz Kara dates from the Middle Bronze Age to the Iron Age, so from 1500 to 700 BCE. This was based on stone burial tombs they found in the area. These researchers also suggested that the original function of the site was related to funerary ceremonies connected to the tombs. Not all experts have accepted that the site was simply a necropolis. In fact, quite a few researchers think that it may have had a dual purpose as both a burial site and a place of ritual significance related to the observation of solar, lunar and stellar phenomena. However, much of the work that has been done in the field of archaeoastronomy on this monument is debated. Some of the earliest research in this area involved surveys and calculations by experts in various disciplines. Probably one of the most interesting observations was made by the distinguished scientist Professor Haruni, who concluded that Zoritskaya had been used for astronomical alignments and was operational in 5500 BCE, which makes it a very early megalithic monument. He also suggested that many of the stones were designed to observe the rising and setting of the star Deneb in the Cygnus or Swan constellation. Further academic surveying was carried out as part of a trip called Stars and Stones 2010 Oxford University Expedition to Karahunj, Armenia, which was supported by the Oxford University Expedition Council and Royal Geographical Society. A paper written in 2020 took this archaeoastronomical research a step further with the startling suggestion that the complex dates back more than 30,000 years. The authors picked up the work of previous researchers on the relationship between the megaliths and the constellation of Cygnus and found that the best match between the two occurred between 32,300 and 31,400 years ago. 
Additional stones were then added and the holes carved to improve observations 7,800 years ago. So the second date more or less corresponds with the 5,500 BCE date given by Professor Haruni for what he thinks was the initial construction of the monument. So basically, the authors of this paper are saying that Professor Haruni's date is for a second phase or remodeling of the monument rather than for its inception. I mean, that's very old, considering the earliest megaliths so far discovered, such as Gobekli Tepe and Karahan Tepe, date to around 11,600 years ago. I think there has to be other evidence to support these extremely ancient dates for Zorat's Kara. That said, it's also hard for me to discuss the merit of the calculations within the paper alone because this is not an area I'm very knowledgeable about. My plan is to learn more about archaeoastronomy because it keeps on coming up and I do think it's highly relevant to researching the megalith builders. What is certain is that human habitation in the area is very ancient, but more on that shortly. First, let's take a look at another megalithic phenomenon in Armenia, the Dragonstones. The Vishapstela, also known as Vishapakas and Dragonstones, are strangely carved menhirs found mostly in Armenia, but there are also examples in Georgia and Turkey. Around 150 have been found in total, and many of these are in the Geghama Mountains in Armenia. They are made of basalt and vary in height, with some standing as much as five meters tall. Not all have been found in situ. It seems some were moved to other locations and reused at some time in their history. Even though many have been found lying down, experts think they were all vertical originally. Archaeologists have separated the designs of the Dragonstones into three categories based on their shape, and the carved details on them. The first typology is that of a fish. The second is that of a bovine hide. And the third is a hybrid of the two. Stella, which are shaped like fish, also have carvings of eyes, a mouth, a tail, and gills on them. The bovine hide stella are carved to look as though the skin of a bull is draped over them, still attached to its head and limbs. Interestingly, the megaliths are found at high altitude and near water sources such as lakes and springs as well as being close to artificial reservoirs and channels. It's thought the latter were used to irrigate the surrounding fields for pasture and also to filter water down to the lowland settlements. This has led experts to conclude that Middle Bronze Age communities erected the megaliths since these were the first to use highland areas for pasture. The megaliths probably played a role in rituals centred on the nearby natural water sources, which these communities were managing through the construction of artificial reservoirs and channels. What's been confusing for archaeologists is that these dragon stones don't appear in neighbouring regions, even though there was a significant amount of trade between communities over broad swathes of the Caucasus, Anatolia and the steppe region in the Middle Bronze Age. Other material culture of Middle Bronze Age Armenia also doesn't bear images similar to that found on the stones. They do seem rather unique, just as Zorat's Kara essentially is. As I said earlier, Armenia has a long history. Let's look at another phenomenon that's very prevalent in Armenia and very ancient. Armenia has thousands of petroglyphs carved into its volcanic landscape across the entire country. These are mostly zoomorphic with some anthropomorphic and geometric examples as well. They are found in open air sites as well as in caves and rock shelters. Not far from Zorat's Kara, there are more than 2,000 rock carvings on Mount Uktazar. 
which is an extinct volcano 3,300 metres above sea level. The petroglyphs are thought to date to several time periods, including the Paleolithic 14,000 years ago, the Chalcolithic, the Bronze Age and the Iron Age. The petroglyphs depict hunting scenes along with geometric shapes, circles and spirals. There are many carvings of bulls, goats, felines and snakes. A project to research this set of petroglyphs was started more than a decade ago as a collaboration between the Institute of Archaeology and Ethnography of the National Academy of Sciences of the Republic of Armenia and the Landscape Research Centre in the United Kingdom. I've put a link to the project website below. Their survey recorded the images of 977 rocks and found that depictions of goats were the most common motif. They also discovered that some art is in places that are difficult to access, so there may have been a delineation between public and private spaces for the viewing of this art. Although it's difficult to work out what the significance of such a delineation would have been. Mount Uktazar is not alone in its petroglyphs. Other mountainous regions of Armenia also have many examples of them. In fact, several petroglyphs, nine kilometers south of the extinct Parak volcano, appear to show it erupting. These petroglyphs are thought to date to the 5th millennium BCE. This makes them some of the oldest depictions of volcanic activity in the world. Chauvet Cave in France and Catalhoyuk in Turkey are also thought to have such depictions in wall paintings. One set of petroglyphs from Armenia is rather enigmatically named the Sevsar Ancient Astronomical Observatory because some researchers think it is a star map or some sort of representation of the cosmos with the sun at the centre. The petroglyphs are engraved into the basalt formed by a lava flow from the now extinct Sevsar volcano and unlike other petroglyph sites are devoid of animal representations. Could Armenia have been an extremely early site for astronomical observations? If so, to what extent did the ancients there map the cosmos? Do the megalithic structures predate Gobekli Tepe? What is the relationship between the petroglyphs, the megalithic monuments and the dragon stones? There are a lot of questions, but I don't think we can truly understand the ancients without looking at many different sites, even the most confusing ones. As you know from my previous videos, I do think that archaeoastronomy may well give us some clues as to the function of megalithic monuments, but it's a complicated and at times controversial subject which is open to interpretation. I'm trying to learn more about it. When I look at the ancient past, though, a few things keep coming up time and time again. Astronomical alignments, water rituals and fertility courts. There's still a lot of how, why, what and when, though. I think there's far more to all of it than we understand, so I'll keep researching and share what I find with you. If you've got this far, thank you for watching, please hit the like button. I would like to say a big thank you to my patrons. If anyone else wants to join my Patreon, there are three tiers to choose from starting at five euros a month. I've put a link in the description below. Come and find me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter where I post regularly. I've also got a website with some further information on the sites I visit and the articles I write, megalithhunter.com.